0: Love Talk Radio.
1: Quite simply, a statist is somebody who believes in having a state. Basically, anybody who wants government, government is the exercise of authority over a people or place, and that is basically the right to rule, it's not just the ability to control other people because most people have that in one way or another. It's the right, it's the idea that certain people, it's legitimate for them to forcibly control others. Belief in government is a purely faith-based, indoctrinated belief. It doesn't actually make any sense in practical terms or in evidence or in logic. For years I thought it was a really good analogy to compare government to religion And only a few years ago did I realize it's not an analogy. It is a religion in every way. It has a superhuman deity, government, that has rights that mortals don't. It isn't restricted by the rules that apply to mortals. It issues commands and if you disobey, you're a sinner and you deserve to be punished. The faithful, the true believers, they have great faith in these bizarre rituals, elections and legislation and appointments, and they dress up and then they say, ta-da, now I represent government. I know I just look like a person, but I don't just have the rights of a person because I represent." the magical deity called government and so i'm allowed to demand your money and boss you around and hurt you if you disobey me i'm acting on behalf of government and it has commandments called laws and these laws aren't just the threats of humans they are decrees from something superhuman And so all you good people out there should bow to this deity. And if you want the world fixed, this is what you pray to. And we give you certain rituals of of how to pray to it and when you're supposed to pray to it. And pray to the God to make the world what you wish it was and to save you from all the uncertainties of reality. The doctrine people are taught is just patently absurd. And a bunch of examples of that are like consent of the governed. There isn't such thing. If it's consent, it's voluntary. If it's being governed, it's not. The actual given excuse is, we have the right to rule you because you decided we did, even if you didn't vote for us, and even if you oppose everything we do to you, and, well, they represent us. Okay, they represent us by doing a lot of things that we don't have the right to do, and they represent us by bossing us around and taking our money. Like, I bet if I went to my neighbor and bossed him around and took his money and said, I'm representing you, he would say, what? What a stupid thing to say. To me, the most insane is we are the government, which you hear everywhere. And I ask somebody, wait, do you really not notice that there's a group of people over there, they issue threats and they call them laws, and they issue demands for money, and they call it taxes. And if you disobey, they send men with guns to hurt you. Now, are you really incapable of distinguishing between yourself and them? One of the the biggest giveaways that the belief in government is a complete blind faith religious belief is the way people respond one very easy line of questioning is can you give somebody else a right that you don't have and everybody says well no of course not well how about you and your buddy can the two of you give someone else a right that neither of you had well no And it only takes a couple more questions to get to, well, how did Congress get rights that you don't have? They get emotional and they get angry or they get defensive or they run away. They didn't come to this belief through reasoning and evidence and logic. They came there by having a blind faith belief smashed into their heads, starting before they could even talk. It's just something they were taught to believe, that there's this thing called authority and that it's allowed to do things that human beings aren't and that people have an obligation to obey it to the point where, yeah, it's some people, There weren't gods or anything, some people wrote down a thing on paper and then they called it legislation and they did certain rituals and then people go around saying, well, this is law. Most people literally feel physical discomfort and fear at the thought of disobedience anyone in authority most people can't say no I'm not going to do that because it goes against their years and years of, of programming and indoctrination that trains them to think if you do as you're told you're good if you don't you're bad and that's the message of school and that message gets pounded in people's heads students are taught over and over and over and over again every stinking day they're in school that the measure of your virtue is how well you obey authority the whole approval-disapproval thing. The one thing you learn in school is, if you do as you're told, you get approval and reward. If you don't do as you're told, you get disdain and condemnation. They'll make sure everybody knows you're a bad person because you didn't do as you were told. The belief in authority leads everybody, good people, bad people, everything in between, to advocate and do things they wouldn't otherwise do, bad things they wouldn't otherwise do including cops because the the cops really and truly believe that they have the right to do things that i don't have the right to do and you don't have the right to do The only reason most of them do what they do is because they believe in authority and they really believe that legislation gives them an exemption from morality. So that when they do something and someone says, hey, what you're doing is bad, hey, I don't make the law, I just enforce it. I'm not responsible for my actions, I'm just a tool of some weird thing somewhere else called government. You can't blame me for what I am personally doing because I'm not really doing it. Loony as that is, that's what most of them will say whenever somebody says, Hey, what you're doing is wrong. It's not okay to you know, it's not okay to lock people up for smoking marijuana. It's not okay, you know, all the ways in which quote unquote law enforcement initiates violence against nonviolent people. And if you bring that up to them, they literally talk as if they didn't do it. The only reason they do that is because they were taught the lie of authority and government and law along with everyone else. And then they were told, you're just a tool of the thing called law. And that makes it so you have rights that other people don't have. So you don't have to feel bad about physically assaulting nonviolent people because the law says it's okay. It really is just permission to ignore your conscience by saying you have rights that other people don't. You know, you don't have the right to tell other people what habit to have on your own you don't have the right to go and extort people on your own but once you are law enforcement then not only is it okay it's noble and and great to go around robbing people and bossing them around that is the biggest danger of the belief in authority it tricks good people into condoning or doing really nasty horrible violent things because they think well this is okay if government and authority does it They are raised by their parents, by the school, by the government, by the culture, by all the authoritarian messages built into everything to think that obedience is a virtue. And when you raise the culture to think that, and you get one nasty psycho at the top who says, hey, go do bad stuff, people say, well, I have to follow orders. I have to obey the law. I have to do as I'm told because that's a virtue. And then good people march off and do evil stuff. I'm not scared of the Mao's and the Stalin's and the Hitler's. I'm scared of the thousands or millions of people that hallucinate them to be authority, and so do their bidding and pay for their empires and carry out their orders. I don't care if there's one loony with a stupid mustache, he is not a threat if the people do not believe in authority. Some people assume that, well, you must trust everybody if you don't want government. That's not at all true. I don't nearly trust everybody, But if I don't trust people to run their own lives, why on earth would I trust them to be in a position of power where they can forcibly run other people's lives? really what it boils down to is saying, I don't trust people. People are untrustworthy and unpredictable. So my solution is to take some of those people, some of the most untrustworthy around, give them permission to violently control us all, and that will protect us from the untrustworthiness of mankind. Okay, you're so scared of of the average man out there and so thankful for government. Let me ask you, who has taken more of your money under threat of force, private people threatening you or agents of authority threatening you? How many murders are committed by private people compared to how many are committed by people acting on behalf of authority? It's not even close. The number of murders committed in the name of law enforcement and government and authority completely dwarfs private murder. Even governments killing the people of other countries is small compared to them killing their own people. In the last 100 years, over 270 million human beings killed by their own governments, not counting war. That first step is always the hardest, to get someone to dare to set aside his...
0: on hindsight radio I've gone over this a lot most of y'all have seen me go over this right have you never never oh you're a newbie? huh you just seen the video okay all right. This is the oath you would take When you go get your passport This is what they make you swear to And it says I declare the penalty of perjury All of the following I am a citizen or non-citizen national of the United States And have performed Have not performed any of the acts listed Under action condition on page 4 Of the instructions of this application Unless an explanatory statement is attached So If you don't supply an explanatory statement, it's going to assume that you are a citizen or a non-citizen national of the United States. This is basically what these, this is saying to you. But when they give you the oath at the post office, which part do they read? Y'all remember when y'all took, who got a passport in here? I have none.
1: Either.
0: Right? They made you give an oath. Yeah. Right? Put your hand up. Right? Yeah. Which part did they read? Did they ever read this part? This is all the whole oath. They read this part. The statements made on this application are true and correct. That's all they asked you. They never read this to you, this first part, which is the most important part. So now they switched up the application. They took out the uh, part of the action conditions. Because they said go to page four. I have not performed any action on the action condition on page four of the instruction of this application. So let's go to page four. page four is back here somewhere. Here's action conditions. This is the new one. And it says if any of the below mentioned action conditions have been performed by or applied to the applicant, a supplementary explanatory statement under oath of affirmation by the applicant should be attached and made a part of this application. I changed the way I did, y'all, whoever's been with me before and did it the other way. Why did I change it and change it into an oath, like an affidavit form, a real affidavit form? About to, uh, to cross out the line. No, that's not why I did it is because this says it need to be made under oath affirmation by the applicant it should be attached. So I put it in the affidavit form because now you truly keep into what the, the instructions of this application. Although the first word worked very well, this word works even better because now I'm truly, it says made under oath affirmation. So now I created an affidavit in affidavit form. And then I just copy and paste and put this in there, part of it. Why would you put this part of this part in there? Why wouldn't you put it? Why would you put that there? Don't put it hand, would right. You would put it he said it. Say it again. Don't put it to your hand, right. You. You're guilty because it's saying I have not been convicted of any of these things. I've read this already in the affidavit. So all I did was copy and paste that and put it in to the affidavit. Cause they said this if locked, I have locked on hindsight radio. Apps, which I have. I haven't I have I I don't have none of these problems. So I'm Peace, peace prosperity and extreme wealth to all thanks for tuning in to another episode of the truth tuesday show with your host akeem here on hindsight radio the information station changing the nation i know y'all thought that was the end of the show because that little i usually play that at the end no that's not the end of the show it's not it's the beginning i hope uh everybody's doing good out there um Hope your family's doing well uh, i hope uh I, this past sunday was mother's day for uh for the ladies and uh i hope you all had a good mother's day we we went out to dinner sunday nice restaurant uh we all went out to dinner and had a good time so you know We pick these days not we someone picked these days as the holiday to recognize mothers and then they'll have Father's Day, then they'll have these other days. We pick these days, but every day is really Mother's Day and Father's Day. Every day you should be oh given thanks to the mothers, the sisters the aunts, the grandmothers, you know, you should be giving thanks for the, 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 the dedication and the hard work they do to keep a family together. It's not easy. Same thing for fathers. Every day is Father's Day. You should be giving gratitude. We shouldn't just have just this one day, we go all out. and do. We should be going all out every day it doesn't have to be elaborate gifts or anything. Just be going all out with your kindness and consideration and appreciation for the things that the mothers are doing in your life. The fathers are doing all of that. I I think one of the reasons why we don't give appreciation every day is because we just, we just look for this one day to be. And it's more than one day, you know, Life goes on every day, every second, you know. So we should be thankful and appreciating every day, going all out for our loved ones, not just on a day that someone picked to monetize and make money off you. You know, these days some of us break out next to go buy gifts, spend a lot of money, you know, which is cool. That's fine if that's what you want to do. But it puts you in a situation where it's an obligation. Oh, I got to do it because they're going to be upset. No, you should be doing it because you are truly showing love and consideration and appreciation for those that you're doing it for. That's why I say you should go out all out every day. And we haven't been taught that growing up. We've, We've heard it here and there, but we really haven't put that into practice. I know in my life, You know, we we just wait for the holidays or we wait for a special occasion because we're so engrossed with the things that we're doing personally that we forget. And why are we so engrossed in the things personally? Because we live in a system that distracts you. We live in a system that has all of these other requirements placed on you. Hey, you got to get up every day when you're a kid and March out to this schoolhouse every day. Someone said the sound is messed up. Hang on. Let me uh, fix it. I don't know why. Hang on. Why is the sound messed up? I don't know how to fix that. Uh, I did a mic check, Marcus. Someone said the sound is terrible. Let's see why. Okay, my bandwidth is low. That's why. Somebody said the mic's not clear. All right. All right. I might have to go to my computer mic. Let me check something. Let me check. System preferences. See what's going on. That's good. Output. I think they. I mean, everything's the same as I used to do it. How's that sound now? I made a couple of changes. How's that? pull up my YouTube. just says it's not good. All right. Let's see. Let me go to my channel. All right. Live. All right. Let's see this one. All right. I'm going to pause this for a second and see what's going on. Yeah, that's a bandwidth issue. All right, let me fix this. I'm going to post Yeah, that's a bandwidth issue. All right. I'm going to post You make that declaration. Really, years ago, your passport was your application. Passport used to be 11, eleven by seventeen. Years, a couple of hundred years ago, it wasn't a book. So to 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 de- to uh make everything uniform, they gave you a book, so you didn't have to carry that paper around. That's why I tell you guys to go get a certified copy of your application that you filled out to show how you did it so you're not going to give them the passport book when you're proving you're a national but not a citizen of the United States you're going to give them your certified copy of your application that you filled out that they approved and sent you your book on you understand so there all right let's see if this See they, they, they don't want me to give y'all this message. I'm looking at it my, my, on my screen. It looks good, but how does it sound to y'all? How does it sound? I'm on a delay, so if I look at it on my old thing, I can't. Um, how's it sound, y'all? Somebody text me. Calling me doesn't help because I got my phone for some other use. Texting me. I think somebody tried to text me. Man, sounds good. Oh, okay. I had to. I had to shut down the um, the whole thing. Thank you. Thank you, Taser, for that. Thank you for your input. That helped a lot. Um, you know what? Let me see. I got too many gadgets over here. Too much going on. Too much, much going on. Too much going on. Too much. Going on. Just hooked up something that's, I turned that off. All right, got it, man. So I got to refocus. <laughs> it threw me off. Sounds like Barry White. That's where it's supposed to sound like Barry White. That's the way it's supposed to sound. That's normal. Yeah, that's funny because somebody, when I went to the, when we did the seminar in New Orleans, man, I thought you'd be taller, like around seven feet the way you sound. I said, yeah, I only sound like I'm seven feet. That's it. I'm not seven feet. I'm about 6'6", actually, not seven feet. But for real, I'm about 5'9". (laughs) average height with an above-average voice and an above-average consciousness. Not saying that to be bragging, but all right, thanks, everybody, for for helping me out with that. Man, I was talking, going in, and it, it just throws you off. But anyway, I was talking about making everyday, Mother's Day, everyday Father's Day, everyday Uncle Day, cousin Day, sister Day, brother Day, showing constant appreciation for the people in your life. That's what we should be doing every day, celebrating each other. And if we were to celebrate each other, we wouldn't have situations like we had last week. This brother, Kevin Samuels, passed, unfortunately, Um. You know, his content was very controversial. People didn't like what he said, and mostly the sisters didn't like what he said. Our fellow sisters didn't like it. And the point of my conversation is not to say whether you like it or not. But I saw some very nasty comments about this brother passing. Uh, people just actually praising his death. I'm like, wow. And I had to sit back for a second when I saw that. And I, it, as a brother that lives here, and to see sisters and some brothers just praise his death as if he lynched people, as if he deliberately kept people from good education, as if he deliberately shot people dead in the street when they were giving up, when they were surrendering to the police. As if he deliberately kept you from getting a promotion, deliberately prevented you from getting what's just having a right to make an income. The kind of, I'm not saying you should wish ill will on anyone, but the kind of venomous comments that I saw, I have never seen or witnessed, experienced that much hatred your oppressor. I've never seen that. I've never seen sisters go out there on YouTube, Twitter, or anything and say those types of things about the people that are shooting down your sons, the people that that are deliberately trying to keep you where you are by selling you products that kill you. I've never seen that. I've never seen those type of comments before. The only time I see those type of behaviors towards each other. That's when I see it. That's when I see it. I'm a strong proponent and believer of karma. You know, this life works in a circle. It starts here and it comes all the way around back to the point of where it, it started from. Just like you were born, you're going to go right back. From dust you were created, from dust you will return. So if you're living in this life and you're putting out those types of messages towards your own brother, your own sister, your own fathers, uncles, cousins, whatever, you're putting that out there. And and sisters, y'all have to listen real carefully to this because you are the birth, you give birth to this man of color. This aboriginal man of color. I don't want to use the word black. only people giving birth to men like myself are sisters. So when you talk like that to your fathers, your uncles, and your cousins, when you speak like that to them, guess what you're speaking to? Your own self. Your own kinfolk. Your own... (laughs) people. So when you're putting that type of negativity out there towards someone, it only hurts you. And this is why people get what they get when they're having hard times. They're having a hard time with their prosperity. Having hard times in their relationship. They're having a hard time with their just peace within themselves. Because they are issuing peace. They're giving it. That's the license they're giving out. That's the, 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 the contracts that they're signing, range dysfunctional behavior. I mean, I've seen a lot of things in my life where you know un- injustices towards us. But when I look at the comments and I see these, I don't see it. So, oh, we see. Oh, we need to pray. We need to go Jesus. We need to. We need to march. I, that's the stuff I see. But I don't hear these hateful comments coming out. Towards people who just Shoot a man Who's got his hands raised in the air I don't see those comments I don't even see those comments now Look at gas I got a trucking business We're paying over $5 a gallon for diesel gas Where's those comments then? Your boy He promised y'all peace and prosperity And what are you getting? You're getting nothing but Increased food prices Increased gas prices and it's not it's not over. Right now, they they're the major food chains are discussing limiting. Get this, limiting the sale of formula, meaning that you can only buy a certain amount because the supply chain is so low. They had a problem with uh, some tainted formula, and now they're. Um, saying okay you can only buy some months they're considering that that's just formula what else they're going to put a ration on and i oh i don't have a car i gotta worry about gas you know yeah it don't matter if you have a car or not you will be affected by increased gas costs because everything is gets to your table by diesel fuel I was looking at the invoices today for our, our gas costs for the trucking business, Three grand, $3,000 to take loads, drop them off. That's the expense. That's not counting insurance and any other incidental expenses. So I'm, I to, I'm sitting here, well, I got to re-strategize this thing. We got to make this thing more profitable, you know, with, with the increased gas costs. So if me, a small trucking company is experiencing those types of increases, imagine what the bigger companies is paying in gas costs. And so that all translates to you. See, we have our energy focused at the wrong people. Instead of sitting up there worrying about what Kevin Samuels was saying, about what y'all call black women, turn that off and concentrate on getting yourself together. Then you won't have to hear what he had to say. If you was focusing on your peace and your prosperity and focusing on bettering yourself. See, the problem is most people don't want the truth. They don't want to be saved. I've said this over and over. The Christ message, the way they taught it for all of these centuries, they was teaching that wrong. The Christ message is to show you how people do not want to be saved. You could do whatever you want for them. You could heal them. You could make them see. You could you could you give them a nice place to live. You could do anything. But They don't want to be saved. They want what they want when they want it, and they don't care how they get it. And they don't want you telling them the truth. Period. Let me be crazy and deranged. Let me be in my depressed state let me be hateful but can you help me get some money can you help me pay my bills can you help me or just allow me to complain about how my husband is terrible my wife is so let just help me let just let me do that all the while oh no I don't need to change my mind I don't need to change how I think no, no, it, no, no! It's all of that stuff's the problem. Everything out there is—is is it the gas? It's the government made the, is doing this, and that person is doing that, and this person is this. Oh, it ain't me. But yet still, you're the one experiencing it. You're the one experiencing looking at your bank account and it's in negative because you wrote some you you overextended yourself on that two hundred dollar hairdo you couldn't afford. Oh, I'm speaking real talk right now because I've seen people do that. I have, I've known sisters with PhDs because for some reason they think that having an education gives them some type of status and power that, that means something. Bill Gates is not a college graduate, and he's a billionaire, and he's controlling the vaccines. So if a college degree meant anything, equated to anything that will bring you prosperity and, and financial freedom well i could show you many people who have bust that bubble including myself but let me go back to what i was talking about because i'm a little irritated at that those comments because i'm like why don't y'all talk like this to the to your boss on the job handle him say those evil things to him because i kind of do take that personal as a as a Man of color in this country and the hard work I put in to deliver good messages and to help people and then to see people just, I mean, I didn't agree with everything the brother said, but at the same time, he's a brother. He's he he looks, he has the same complexion as I do and he has experienced the same obstacles I did trying to just make a living and bring wealth to my family. Gotta stand in solidarity with the brother on that, just that alone, and say something. Very shameful behavior. Like I was saying, you no know, people, sister with a PhD, PhD, look in the refrigerator, it's empty. Nothing in there. So not cooking, eating out every day, but at the same time whining about how broke, can't afford to pay bills and this and that, and and no children, not not a child, not one to take care of. And here I am, I have children, they 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 living good, I'm able to purchase some cars and do everything for them and make sure they have this and that. I I do too much sometimes. I should let. Sometimes I should let them be more responsible about their issues, you know, because my boys are grown. But one of the reasons why I do that. People say, "Well, you need to let them do this." Let you. you know why I do that because ain't nobody else gonna do it for them. They're gonna treat them just like everybody else. Treat them, treat them like oh, he just he's just a brother. He got to do this, and it, no, that's why I do it. Call it what you want. Call it enabling, whatever. I do it for that. I'm not going to do I'm not gonna do it forever. did it for me. So my children should experience the things, some of the things. Although my father was a great man, he did what he could, and he did take care of me. I mean, shoot, my father did some great things for me. He helped me open up my barbershop. He funded my second barbershop. He funded, he 100% funded the first one. Working at a post office, he did that. All of this ideas that some people are getting about us as brothers—that we 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 uh, somehow deadbeats—see, that's Cali Perry ideology. That his movie showed y'all those things. That wasn't real. It wasn't real in my world. Every man I know that I associate with closely are responsible, taking care of their children at home with their children. Not running around trying to get tail everywhere they go. See, when sisters are talking like that about brothers, that's them not taking responsibility for them having no wherewithal, no, what's the word I want to use? Don't have the ability to discern a good brother in their life. Because they watch too much damn TV, they watch too much Oprah, they watch too much stuff that said negative things about us and believed us. And the very people that need, that need to look out for us, our wives, our sisters, our daughters, and all that need to look at, at, at us. And I'm speaking as a whole, as a man, because if it happens to one, it happens to all kicking us when we down. When, when the other people are kicking us while we down, they're coming in and, and getting their last kicks in. I ain't never heard Mr. Sam, you say that. See, I'm a little bit rougher. I'm a little bit harder, and I don't care what you think. I don't care if you want to change your channel. I'm being too rough. I could give two rat's ass what you think. That's the difference. I'm not worrying about whether somebody likes me or not, because I know who I am, and I like myself, and I know what I bring to the table. I know that when people come into my life, I try to help them be better, whether they want to accept that or not. I have to learn, you and know, when they don't want it, let them go. Hey, go do your thing. That's one of the things I had to learn, one of the hardest things. I had to really – that's why I keep saying you can't save the world. You can do whatever – do what you can and keep it moving. Save yourself. And these very people that were spewing these nasty comments up in the church talking about praise Jesus, goodness, God is love, God, God, Jesus is my Savior. These phonies, these fakes, these, these, these are the ones talking like that because the most unspiritual people i met were in the church. The most spiritual people that i met were not even affiliated with any type of religion hardcore like that. Religion, government, standardized and compulsory educational system, they all are religions. Science is a religion, and they all come from the same place the people that are in control, your governments. They understand how people are. They, some people need someone to tell them what to do and, and make sure they do right. They need a savior because they're too busy not looking at themselves as their own savior. The only person that came to save me, the only person that had an epiphany and sat down and talked to me and said, Akeem, you got to make a change, with me. That higher voice spoke to me and said, You gotta you gotta be different. You gotta change. You gotta accept the fact that everything you see in your reality, you produced it. You are the orchestrator and the producer of all your good and all your bad and too bad if you don't like it. It hurts. It's bitter. But once you understand that reality, that truth, it becomes sweet. Thoughts off bitter because it hurts. Oh, wait a minute. This means I got to do something. I got to go inside and change. And whether we like it or not, whether you're a man or woman, we all need each other. Man needs a woman and a woman needs a man. Because we have different abilities. Men have strength. They can carry a heavy load. Women have love and compassion. and they, That's a heavy load to carry, that love and that compassion, that unconditional love that you have for a child. That's a heavy load. That's a load that, well, as a man, we don't really bear or can. We can bear it full time, but our thing is we have to be strong and, and, and face threats and create opportunities. So we ain't got time for all of that emotional stuff all the time. We got to keep our heads straight and level, keep the business that we have going on, you know, working. That's our strength, our ability to assess situations and come up with logical solutions. Not to say that women are not logical. They are logical in their own way when it comes to that compassion and love and the emotional aspects. See, a woman can tell the difference between a cry of a baby from just hearing, oh, that, he's in distress. Oh, he's just crying. When a woman is spiritually in tune with herself, with the planet, she can that's her strength. But when we see women behaving the way they are now, we see brothers behaving the way are they are now, out of sync with how they were created and who they are to be, this is why we have people who can just freely get on there and type out a nasty message about a brother who can't even defend himself. That is weak. He can't, he can't even come back with anything. by what you said, he's gone. His, his his life has been written in this realm. See, one thing about that, the, the Christ story that I always stress is the very people that helped, he helped, was the very people that they said impale pale. The brother didn't, he didn't. Make people get on his platform. Women got on it willingly and listened to what he had to say. They, some came to challenge, some came to get advice, some just came just to be on the camera, whatever. But he didn't force anybody to get there. So all of this, oh, blaming everything on him is crazy. (laughs) He He had a platform, people got on it, he said what he said. And one thing about it is he spoke his truth. And see, to show you how when you speak your truth, you will be prosperous. He spoke his truth, and he became very prosperous in doing his truth. Although there was a lot of people that didn't like it, he spoke his truth. He spoke to, he, he, to the realm and the gift that he had to explain. His brothers have been saying that stuff for years. <laughs> but he came in and, and, and put it out there on the table. You know, I didn't agree with 100% everything, but a lot of stuff is true. We are in dire straits. Our sisters are the number one, number one, whether you like it or not, number one single mom in this country. Number one consumer in this country. And the reason why I say number one consumer in this country, so that means that if she's the number one consumer, that means she's the one that is giving away our wealth to every other group of people. The only time... Mainly, our sisters spend money in the community is when they get their hair done. Not to say men are not spending money elsewhere; We are too. But the numbers say our sisters are the number one consumers in the country. Think about that. Just think about why we don't have the wealth. Because our money goes to every other community. It doesn't stay with us. Now, we could just get that small detail under wraps and work together and say, okay, we're going to control how we spend our money, where we spend it. Other groups of people doing it, Asians, they spend most of their money in their community. Jewish, they spend the most of their money in their, in their community. Create situations where, okay, you got a business doing that, I'm going to do business over here. We could do the same thing. It's not like we don't have the money. When I could go, when I was doing cable, i go into people who, was receiving public assistance, and they had the biggest screen TVs that you could find. So don't tell me that we can't do it. We can. We're choosing not to. We're choosing to hate each other so much, and while we hate each other so much, we're giving away our wealth to other groups of people, and they're sitting back laughing at us. This is that could do nails extremely well. But the number one complaint is that the sisters won't come to them to get the nails done. Why? Because other groups of people have created nail shops with multiple people that, so it's convenience. Oh, I can go in there. I don't want to wait on this. I We don't have time to give the money to our sisters because it's going to take too long. Now, uh, one other thing I have to say on that is, you know, being in that industry of hair care, care and those types of things, some of the things, some of our people don't rise to the occasion of operating their business like a business, coming in late, not keeping schedules properly. That 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 becomes a problem too. So I know that side of it. And we can we – can, the first – Community that we need to keep in check instead of worrying about everybody else's problems is ours. First community. We get that together, we can do it. But back to what I was saying. If you're gonna have that type of I wouldn't wish anybody wishing ill or someone to be dead on anybody, even your enemy, and the reason why is because what you put out you get back. Let let their actions The the universe, the cosmos, whatever you want to call it, let that take care of itself because it always does. The bill comes due no matter what. When people put out a certain energy, that energy returns. Negative energy will return back to you. Positive energy will return back to you. You give give out prosperity and, and, and wealth to people, it comes back to you. See, the problem why people... Don't like to give or whatever because they feel like it ain't coming back too soon. No, you're looking for it to come back from the wrong source. Would you give to someone that you gave it? It, it may not come from them. Most times it don't. It comes from somewhere else. And why are you too distracted looking at that person? Or they didn't return it. You, you're not seeing the other. Seeing it coming from that direction. Giving is just that giving. Yes, you want to give with intention that it comes back to you. However. From all sources of good, it will come back. So what's the common statement? Oh, my, you like me? Somebody said they're digging my shirt. You know, I had this made shoot, almost three years ago. Somebody, Taylor, made this. I had a couple of outfits like this. Um, and I was getting ready for the show. And I said, the spirit said, you know, go put that that outfit that was Tailor made for you on. Do a little different. And and have your instance up. I had the instance shown at the beginning of the show and and, and get in. Go into it. Well, we seem like we got the audience back. Uh yeah, we got some people on the line. If y'all wanna talk to me on live on the show, um let me know. And I will Put you in. Uh, Let's see. I I didn't put the band up. Got distracted. Here's the number right there. 563-999-3615. Press 1 when you get in so I know that you want to speak. One of the topics I want to talk about quickly is 803. And got distracted by the show issues. Uh, Are we living in a cash system? First, in order to know whether you're living in a cash system, You have to look up what a caste is. What is a caste system? Most people pretty much do know what it means. The the phrase caste, a caste system is a class structure that is determined by birth. Loosely, it means that in some societies, the opportunities you have access to depend on the family you happen to be born into. The phrase caste system has been around since the 1840s, but we've been using caste since the 1500s. You might have heard about the caste system in India, but there are caste systems all over the world where people are born into position and social mobility is difficult to achieve. The United States prides itself on not having a caste system because people can pull themselves up by their bootstraps, although some people that there is an implicit caste system in, although some people that... There is an implicit caste system in American society. It is. I agree with that. It is a caste system here. It's not like India and some other countries, but it is. And it all starts with that birth certificate. How you fill out applications. What are you checking off? you checking off a U.S. citizen? See, I can assure you certain groups of people get different treatment because they have treaties with the government. So if you come in and you as a US citizen, there's no treaty for you to get any special treatment. There's a treaty. There's only agreements for you to, you know, hey, you got to fill out that 1040, that W-2, and give up a percentage of your income every time you get paid. You basically are working. A portion of your money is to go to back. Now, our cash system, is, I would say, is like this. Everyone can create an opportunity here where they don't have to be broke. You, you have that opportunity here. So you can be in a situation where you don't have, and then you can be in a situation where you do have. But typically, if you follow all of these, social constructs like for instance go to school get a good education get a good job you will never reach your highest potential if you follow that script because they're telling you to get a good job jobs have a limit have a cap on your income and i don't care if you got a degree or not because most people have degrees. and are not even working in that field that they have a degree in unless it's like a nurse or lawyer. Uh, and even I know lawyers who quit the lawyer profession and went to selling cable because it was less stressful and it was making more money selling cable. But us only went to school because we were programmed to go to school or went to college because it, it, we were told that we was going to get some type of social status. We was going to up our status in society, come from one caste to another. That was the the promise. But when you figured out, some of us have figured out when we, oh, wait a minute, if I follow it the exactly how they got this down this, the way everybody else is doing it, I'm going to be the same thing. I'm a I'll get a job. it won't be the best job. it won't be a job I love it won't I, it won't give me the income that I need so my wife's gonna have to go out and help me and then they had the racial cast you know if you look at certain ways you 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 got prevented from getting certain positions that is why they have civil rights movements because oh well the, the Constitution said everybody is equal and have a right to freedom and liberty and prosperity, but the people that's running the place is trying to keep a certain group of people in a certain position so that they can have all the wealth in you. Don't. Another form of caste, racial caste system. Yes, this country is full of a caste system on a a financial level, on a racial level. And they got people grouped in categories. That's why it's very important. If it wasn't a casting, why you got to know what ethnicity somebody is when you fill out like that? But why is that important to know who's who, who what, what, where you come from? Why is all of that important? Why don't you just put on that I'm American and that's it? No, no other portion. Why? Because that little box that says U.S. citizen is for a slave. Is for the pauper that's written in the articles of confederation they don't have rights vagabonds vagrants paupers fugitives from justice that's another thing that little portion right there fugitives from justice is a very important statement in the articles of confederation when you're looking at the passport application and it's been staring in you, you in the face I cut it off when I showed that little clip at the beginning. I cut it off. I didn't really show y'all what I talked about in the in the in oh, how I made a comparison between that article in Confederation and that section four or page four of the application. Why it's very important that you do those explanatory statements because you don't want to be seen as a fugitive from justice. See, this system is weirdo, it's all about assumptions of who you are, assumptions. They're going to assume you are the worst because assuming you're the worst is a benefit. It's an income generator. That's why if none of this stuff meant nothing or meant anything, proper way I should say it, if it didn't mean anything, And why so many people go and they were trying to do their line-outs? No, you can't do that. And the application clearly said you need to line out what applies to you. No, you can't do that. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Why? Because they're in a social caste system and they want you to be in the same caste system they're in, so they're going to gatekeep to keep you from moving to a better caste, a better situation. Aboriginal people in this country are seen as a separate nation from the United States and they get treated as such they even have their own health care system yes so if it wasn't important on how you were seen by the entities or the authorities If that's not a big deal, then why do they have such a distinction in how they get treated when it comes to federal student loans, federal aid? Why? Because they're different. But see, they spent a lot of time reprogramming and educating you to believe you are black. You are this. You are that. Other than who you really are. See, all these sisters and some of these brothers that were talking negative about this other brother, the only reason why they talk like that is because they don't know who they really are. They don't know that the divinity and the, the royalty, the the power, who, who they really are. They're lost in their own mind. They're lost in the programming of what they've been told who they are. Running around calling themselves black. I'm black people. I'm this. I'm I'm African American. They That's the problem. They're identifying with that, and this is why they can't. It's so easy to talk like that about a brother. Because in their own subconscious, they realize being an African-American means nothing. It's a low caste title. So when you see yourself as black, you see yourself as African-American, and you look at another black, or which you perceive to be black, African-American, you think nothing of them. Because just like I'm nothing, you're nothing. And when I try to come up, I'm going to hold you back because I believe I'm nothing. That's why people behave that way. That's why it's so easy to destroy a brother with, your, with their mouth and uplift the very people that really do hate them, that really do envy them, that really do want to keep them down. That's why it's so easy for them to do that because they see those people as better than them. And they turn their nose up at the, the brother, the sister, who's trying to do better for themselves or is doing better for themselves. Someone said other nationals are giving a big head start in terms of real information. They give it a big head start by simply not following the protocol. Do you know if you disconnect just disconnect from the whole idea that you need a job to survive and you do that for a while, you'll realize you'll be surviving. You don't need a job to make it. All you need is an idea of making money. That's it. And work towards that. Push that. See, too many times, I know, I, I see it all the time. I see it all the time. Too many people do not want to go to that sacrifice level. They want to play it safe. They want to keep the job while they build the business. Keep the uh, – this is security over here. So as long as you have that mindset that that job is your security, you'll never have respect for your own business. I had to make a decision. I said, I can't slave for two masters. I'm going to hate one or love the other. And at the time when I was thinking about it, I said, man, I'm, I love this job because this is the one I put all my time into that I, I I I look and have the expectation. And when I cut that source of income away, and it was a good income, and I just concentrated on my business, I was always able to meet my bills. It was a little rough at first, yes, it was. It was scary, but the old, the real scary part was what was going on in my head. All of the what ifs I was creating for myself. What if it don't work? What if I can't pay the bills? That's, I was making it difficult for myself instead of saying, I'm going to make it. I'm going to pay my bills. I'm just, man, I'm going to do this like I do now. But it took me a while to overcome that. But the only way that I could overcome it is by doing what Peter did when he stepped out of that boat onto that water and started to walk on it on complete faith. And then when he, then the doubt came, like me, the doubt did come, and I started to sink, and the money started to get a little low. It wasn't because people want, didn't want to do business with me or wasn't doing business, because I started sending out that energy that, oh, it's going to be slow. And then I, I did things to make it slow, inadvertently. Uh, Reverend Ike talks about this in his book. He talks about that. He tells a story about a man who had a hot dog standing. Someone said, oh, economy's about to get bad. See, no matter what happens with gas prices or any other thing that affects us, I'm going to always do well. I'm always going to make it because the rising prices of gas or anything else is not going to dictate to me, dictate my prosperity. I am the God of that. I am in control of that. And I'm going to make it happen. Even if it gets so bad, I got I got my rifles up there. I go and hunt me some food. Learn how to shoot me some deer, real fast. Prosperous in some way. It may not be the dollar collapses. It may not be in dollars, but I'm gonna be prosperous in some way. Whatever the situation gives, the society gives. I'm gonna be prosperous in whatever it gives that happens out there. And you have to tell yourself the same thing. So, people, stop being lost in <clears throat> these ideas that people said you're this and you're that and, and this is important and that's important. No, what's important is you keeping your mind healthy because all of those people that I was talking about earlier that talk like that and had those negative things, their mind's not healthy. Because who who in their right mind would want to be joyful about someone's passing no matter his brother didn't hit anybody. He didn't kill anybody. He didn't do anything but just do a show. And he capitalized on a certain group that was coming to him willingly <laughs> to talk. I hate him. Uh, all right, what's the chat saying? Let's see what blog talks got over here. It's 818. Somebody said this job application says black or African American, shaking my head. It's like what you want on your birthday. That's what they see. Those applications designed exactly that way to box you into your thinking. That because people say, Well, I said, don't check off these boxes. And then, what do I check off? Outside of the box, you know I mean cross out that and write in who you are if you have to, just write it in. Who says you can't do that? Just write it in. Hey, you know, what you doing? Hey, you ain't got the right thing. I'm trying to put in who I They can't tell me who I am. His brother said, 9.05 at the truck stop diesel pump today for 133 gallon tank. Ooh, wee, that's a lot. Here yeah, I was talking about $3,000 for the month. <laughs> He's talking about one fill up. Woo wee! How long does that last? How long does a fill-up last? Somebody said breastfeeding is better than formula. Yes, it is better than formula. But unfortunately, some women are unable to breastfeed because, number one, they haven't been trained to say that that was better. They're programmed to buy the formula. You know, sometimes formula is the only option they got. But it's going to be a shortage. Somebody said, brother took that V shot. Oh, that's another thing. I was reading an article. Was it on my phone? Um, see, I was reading it. It was an article about, it came out. Oh, I know what I was reading. Let's see. This is an article. Let's see if I could get it. I'ma share the screen. And you know, they love to uh, they call this call they call this breakthrough deaths. They call it breakthrough deaths from covid nineteen. I'ma share the screen. It is breakthrough deaths comprise increasing proportion of those who die from COVID-19. It says a a growing proportion of COVID-19 deaths are occurring among the vaccinated. A new ABC news analysis of federal data shows in August of 2021, about 18.9% of COVID-19 deaths occurred among the vaccinated. That was in August of 2021 when you didn't hear that last year, right? And they were telling y'all to do that since months later. In February 2022, that proportional percent of deaths had increased to more than 40%. So they saying 40% of the deaths up until February 2022 is 40%. Comparatively, in September 2021, just 1.1% COVID-19 deaths occurred among Americans who had been fully vaccinated and boosted with their first dose. By February 2022, that percentage had increased to about 25%. Experts said the increase in breakthrough deaths is expected with more people reaching full vaccination status. So they're just telling you, the more people get vaccinated, the more people are going to die still. They just told you. But, he said, but then they say, these data should not be interpreted as vaccines not working. In fact, these real-world announcers continue to reaffirm their... <laughs> I, I don't know. I, you know, I read that, and you're telling me it's up 40%, damn near half, and you, you, you still, nah, y'all do what y'all want to. I, I'm not gonna go any further because guess what happened? They'll, 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 they'll block this video or whatever. I just read the article. I'm just reading it in, in their own words. You know, <laughs> y'all do what y'all want. This brother right here, good. Also, a maximum it'll last a thousand miles. Last me until another fill up at the truck stop on Thursday. So, 1,000 miles. Now, so every 1,000 miles. Wow. Ooh. Ooh, wee. That's expensive. But if you're getting them loads, well, that's what happens. The, the, the trucker got to increase his load, how much you getting paid. And so, there it is. All right, people. I was going to take some calls, but I'm not. My 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 uh, device ain't acting right. I ain't about to fool with that. Um, it's 823. I preached long enough. Thanks to those people uh, who let me know my sound was working. Um, I did kind of have an announcement. I'm going to do another show during the week. I am. Another live i'm thinking about the day they got to do a whole lot more uh all right with that being said i peace prosperity extreme wealth to everybody everybody i hope i didn't offend too many people but if you are offended eh you'll get over it um Something else, Something I had to... I'm trying to think before I get off. Is there something I need to say, dude? Working on the seminar for New York and uh, Las Vegas uh, and Illinois. three of them in the works. So the dates will be coming shortly. Um, I'll be announcing that. All right. With that being said... I am out of here. You guys, have a good evening. Peace. What's up? I tried to call you before the show. Yeah, yeah, I was was meeting with um, with my interns. Oh. And then I had to, um, well, before that, I went for a walk with my neighbors, the two ladies that we went to.